Hello and welcome to Sorry Meadows. Today I'm joined by my family as we go through the most family-centric franchise there is. Um, the Fast and Furious franchises. Um, I don't like cars, but I kind of love this franchise. And I'm joined by two other people who I think enjoyed it very muchly. So uh, how are we, Mike and Melanie? Very good. Thank you. I definitely remember everything. I have no notes, and we oh, all yeah. know my memory is I, great. I'm def. I'm. I'm definitely not going to be on Wikipedia going through the plots of seven, eight, nine, <laughs> while we discuss the first few. <laughs> I won't need to because I know everything about these. Weird flex, but I know okay. everything except those two characters that show up in all of them for five onwards that I always forget exist. <laughs> yeah, I love so, this. I first. I first watched it because my friend wanted to go see eight and he had no one to go with him. And I always assumed they were terrible because oh, street racing movies. And then I, I watched all of them. They lead up to eight to go see it with him. And I fell in love so hard. And then I realized oh, that there's only one street. type of person. That, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's only one type of person that doesn't like these films. And that's the sort of person that hasn't seen them. Yeah. Well, oh, they're not street racing movies anymore. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Never were. They exactly. never were. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Well, Tokyo Drift is. <laughs> the, yeah, Tokyo Drift is the only one, and like the start of Fast Six or no, Fast Eight. <laughs> They've all got street races. I mean, they all got the street race, but none of them are about street racing. No. I, 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 think, I, I, I think what's most astonishing about this franchise is that none it's of the still ca- going. no, no, none of the characters are particularly deep or well written, and yet I just really like them all. Like, mm. I, there aren't many characters, bar Tokyo Drift, where I just don't. I, it's not like I, I love. I like him. I like watching Dom Toretto yeah. and Brian. But O'Connor, even so. though, even though I don't like the character in Tokyo Drift, like when he shows up again in Nine and he, he interacts with Han and they hug while crying, it's yeah. like ah, I'm back. I'm back on board. Yeah, I love him now. In, in Nine, <laughs> I fell in love with him in Nine. <laughs> oh, get off! <laughs> He's awful. He I mean, like, he is. He, he is. sounds like but... Tomato. But <laughs> anyway, um, before we start getting into our ranking which is the ranking we're gonna do uh gotta thank spike kappa for the f- music and thank you to whoever will edit this uh, i'll be told yeah. to ask them and, and thank you us- vin diesel for this wonderful yeah. friendship and check us out on those social media stuff twitter you know if you know the name of this podcast you know what to look up um so today we'll be doing a ranking now i haven't so basically we've all taken our letterbox rankings i've put them all together and meshed them up on excel I haven't told you guys what the, the, the ratings are. We're going to go through them. Um, so I'll reveal I think them I know as what we will go be along. Uh, you'd be surprised. Yeah, you won't be very surprised. Um, but yeah, we'll start with the bottom one. Actually, no. Let's start with Melanie. Why do you like this franchise so much? Or do oh. you like this franchise? Um. So, I don't know. So, this franchise has, franchise has always been sort of in the back of my mind just because my brother used to watch one and two a lot and i would just sit there. To choose. <laughs> I'd just sit there in his room and watch it as well um and then i didn't realize that there were more and he kind of stopped watching after three because he's the kind of person that is well it's not about street racing it's not about cars anymore <laughs> so that's him um and then in january this year i decided to watch them all just because i heard from people mike that um they were really crazy and i wanted to see for myself and 
yeah i don't know it's just they really go it's just so crazy um they change so much and you you do like the characters you do love it when they interact i think they all have great like well there's just there's just so much heart isn't there like no matter how crazy what's happening on screen is you know that like there's so much heart in it and it doesn't matter if they do something terrible because you know they know they are so it's yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's just fun um i I knew that i when i i started really liking this franchise when i did go and see nine because i was sat in my seat laughing smiling the entire way through and that's because of the other preceding nine films that came before it I thought Hobbs and Shaw was a real treat. In fact, it was the, probably mm. the first one I watched because I was like, oh, it's The Rock. <laughs> He's in it. And then I watched the rest. Um, it's got some bad films. Don't get me wrong. It's got some very mediocre films. But I think it's got one or two really good pieces of cinema that that are uh, that make the entire franchise worth watching. But we'll start with... On a, on a, on a isn't different point, I'm going to be worth. saying that there's one mediocre one, then the rest are good to great. <laughs> anyway we'll start with the not good to great right at the bottom so there's 10 films we'll go from 10 to 1 um and so the bottom is you'll have no absolutely no surprises is tokyo drift now why does this feel like such a straight to video dvd really home release it is absolutely crap well it doesn't doesn't, have doesn't feel like a film that came out in cinemas (laughs) yeah yeah like the fact they had to they changed they had to add a vin diesel cameo to try and draw audiences in but then didn't advertise the vin diesel cameo just proves how like how much of a mess this film is yeah I mean, we've already struck on the major problem of this film, and that it's it's probably got one of the worst lead characters in any film ever. Twice the age he should be. He's meant to be sixty. Yeah, he gets like because he loses a street race when they're competing for ownership of a woman, so he gets banned from his oh. country and has to go to Tokyo instead. Oh, so he goes God. to school in Tokyo, and it's like you're thirty. You can- Oh, that, you can't have this problem. That car crash as well. It that car crash at the start is fatal. Yeah, no, no words about it. Clay or whatever, he's absolutely dead, hitting into that concrete. There's no way he's walking away from that. He's just got a little scratch on the top of his head. Yeah, but there are superhuman beings in this universe. So yeah, this you can't. One of yeah. them. everyone in this universe has the superpower they need for the current situation. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't think it's an irredeemable film. I think no. the practical effects are fantastic, and the stunt work and camera work and all that. I think the Drift King is a good villain, and I think it's got Han in it. Yeah, I was just gonna Han, say. So. I think it it has a special place in my heart because it has Han and it has the song Tokyo Drift by the Teriyaki Boys, and that's just <laughs> still a bomb. Also, it's also the only like big blockbuster ever to end on a big Mario Kart reference because um, <laughs> yeah. the final race is a street race on DK Mountain. So. <laughs> I, I mean, that that's what really sold this to me is something I didn't like. It's just that the whole premise of the film is Sean's got to learn to go si- drive sideways, basically, yeah? Well, he like, can't turn left. He's like Zoolander. Yeah, yeah. But when they get to the final race on the, ni- on the mountain, they decide to set it at night and you can't see anything. I can't see him being like really impressive and then I, i'm so confused watching that final scene where it's like the guy goes off and he tumbles down and it's meant to be he's meant to like almost hit sean in the car and you're like i can't see it though i missed where did i miss that um i just don't like 
it, I just don't think it works as an arc. And again, you, you can you can say all you want about Han. I think if you watch this through for the first time, you don't know who Han is. He comes back later. It's only really on a rewatch where great it's in it though. He's great and in it. He's barely in it. I didn't really <laughs> he, know Han when I watched up, it. He turns up, eats a packet of whatever, and dies. Like <laughs> that's all he does in the film. I mean, that's Han. Yeah, he's Han. <laughs> Sorry, he it's dies. Not, it's not dies. his first appearance though, is it? Because you. <laughs> He was in a movie before. He was in Justin Lin's other movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not even his first appearance, which means for Better Luck Tomorrow fans, this must have been a heartbreaking film. <laughs> I can't believe that this is the director that went on to like probably define this franchise. Not not just the director, the writer as well. It's, Chris it's, Morgan. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Chris it, it Morgan. Was, it was his first film, the one he was first involved in. I, I, d I don't know about the decision to move it to Tokyo, whether that was something maybe Japanese, Japanese um, finance was like, yeah, we'll pay you if you film it in Tokyo. And they went, well, everyone drifts in Tokyo, I guess. <laughs> like, or just like, city in the film, Because it could be like California drift if it wanted to be, and they just set it in California. Like, to, it's, it, it's so weird. Like, 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 even like the main characters, like a lot of them aren't Japanese, even though they're in Tokyo. And it's just like... They have no care about where they set this. It's, it's not a Japanese film to say, you know. It's... None of like the main good guy characters are from Tokyo, are they? No, all the bad guys are Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> you got one from America. You got two from America. You got one from Korea. Yeah, you got one from Han, Australia. Yeah, yeah. they got um, <laughs> Twinkies in this as well, isn't he? Bow -wow. Yeah, Lil Bow Wow. Little Bow Wow. Wicks the camera. Because there's that weird scene where you have to get a shot of every single character one by one getting in the lift. That's a weird shot, isn't it? <laughs> this is a very weirdly shot film. Um, but it's cracking... got a great song. <laughs> I do have one really major praise for this, and it has my favourite stunt in the entire franchise, which is the which is the crowd split, the drift through the centre of city. Because to shoot that, you have to have balls to be an extra on this film. Bloody hell, like a car coming directly at you. I, I also so impressively shot that. It is. There's the other really good stunt is the, the drift up the parking lot, up the mm. spiral ramp. without whether The stunt driver's doing it without touching the sides once, which is very impressive. And then you get a stunt driver who gets to do it by only touching the sides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just... Uh, that was, uh, uh, at least like this. This is the only pure car racing yeah. film, yeah. and everything in it is car and racing. Al although I don't like the the end one, I think the one where he where in on in America that's a pretty good one as well. I thought, you know, he uses the gap to get ahead, and then the the the, 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 the drive through the city, which results in Han's death as well. Yeah, mm. it's it's got it's an all right shot, and it, it, that scene alone makes probably the. The film might like, worth at least getting through to get to later ones. Like, I would love something to watch in here. Watching through this franchise with someone and like making slight edits to each movie. <laughs> like, imagine watching, but like, cutting in the post-credit scene from six where Jason Statham's like <laughs> Dominic <laughs> for you. And then like, what? <laughs> and then Mister Nobody in nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, What's yeah. going on? What is <laughs> happening? We've seen that scene now three times. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. Very important this, scene. Very important. This film scene. is. This film is set in like 2013, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's like it's like um, a flashback in Saw, where every time we go back, to <laughs> zoom out a little bit more, and there's another character there. 
Yeah. Oh, like, we're going to go back to it in 10, and Brian Jr. is going to be there. Absolute bullshit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right then. Did, did you know that um, Tokyo Drift is the first movie to focus solely on drifting? <laughs> wow. Shock. <laughs> uh, if we were ranking we'll by that. their names, uh, this would be one of the top ones, probably. Yeah. No. And by it the just... song. <laughs> it doesn't even... Like make a number pun or a pun with the with the name. Sorry. No, because the name is absolute nonsense. Tokyo Drift. <laughs> mean anything? Again, because a Tokyo it. Drift is the same as a normal drift. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it does. It does. If you look at the poster as well, it does look like the most Need for Speed game one, doesn't it? It's it's because it's even got like the. I remember it was it Need for Speed, not Underground. It, it might have been Underground where like you do boss battle, you 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 compete for territories and then you do a boss bout battle on a mountain stage and that's what the final act felt like it felt like playing need for speed um but yeah and then again i did even though i don't i'm not a big fan of this movie i didn't know when i was watching through them by this point that i already loved these films because when <laughs> dom shows up at the end i got very giddy i was like <gasps> guy from the first one <laughs> yeah right he's not even in the second i forgot oh man i tell you what the but the gap between the first and the fourth feels so long because yeah it does like, it just no no interaction between Brian and Dom for two whole films. Yeah, yeah. and then they reconvene. Yeah. Um, but anyway, speaking of the first film, let's move away from this pile of garbage. Cause now second, all in films that I like. Because <laughs> second on this list is a film I've never actually seen sober. I don't think. The last two times I watched it, I was absolutely steaming. Um, maybe <laughs> that's why I don't rate them that, high, that highly. I don't really remember it, but... At, at nine is the first film, The Fast and The Furious. Wow. Um, Baffling okay. that that's the name. Yeah. <laughs> Baffling that it didn't start on Fast and Furious. Now, now, Melanie, who's the fast and who's the furious in this then? Um, I would I say Brian is fast and Don yeah. is furious. Absolutely. <laughs> mm. Or Vince is furious. Mm. Where did... A nine-film franchise where cars are used to punch each other with it magnets came, come from this. It <laughs> came from the third act. Because I don't care what you say about this film, it's got a cracking third act. When uh, the, the heist is happening and it goes wrong and Vince gets his arm injured, mm, then yeah, Brian yeah. calls in, he's like, this detective um, O'Connor, I'm looking for backup. And then like Dom just looks visibly angry and then they go and have a, a fight outside his house and then the, the young the young guy gets shot down and then have a yes, street yeah. race then he gives him the keys to the car it's like this is an awesome third act <laughs> yeah it yeah. is oh i forgot about the guy that gets shot down oh my god it's so sad yeah yeah it's because you forget about most of the characters in this film because it doesn't <laughs> yeah. have roman or ted or giselle yeah, or and, and it's all and also it's because the whole conflict is over um dvds dvd players it's like that's it no, and it's yeah. like it's like turns out the mob boss bought them legitimately <gasps> it's dom who's trying to steal them what they're only dvd <laughs> things who the hell cares like why so the many why so the many FBI, dvd player heists so why are the fbi tracking these people down they're clearly rubbish <laughs> like <laughs> they're useless um, um i yeah. get the film a hard rap i think there's a lot i like about this i I wasn't fond of it when I first watched it because I wanted the big action stuff. But going back, I do like it. I think every interaction between Brian, Dom, and Mia is great. I think they keep the movie very alive for me. Yeah. I don't think 
I'm, I don't really like the supporting cast in this. Not even Letty that much because she's just a different character than later. Yeah, and um, even um, though the others feel the same. And I think, as I said, that third act is awesome. So yeah, I, I, I don't think it helps that. And I'll say this for all of them. I think their performances are ridiculously wooden. All of them, like they, and you can tell that a lot of these, this is their first like acting jobs, and they've, yeah. you know, and they're, they're there to fill a certain role. Like they have to look and speak and have an attitude in a certain way. And I just think that Letty, what's her name, uh, Michelle yep. Rodriguez, is is appalling in this, as they all are. Like I don't, I don't think. It's 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 a lesson in any good filmmaking, but it doesn't matter because as an action set, as an action spectacle, yeah, it's kind of lame what their their team is trying to do. However, that final you're right, that final act is is so yeah. good. Um, it's also a movie that just doesn't work on a first watch. I don't think. I think you, it's one that works better on a rewatch because when you first watch it, <clears throat> you don't get the reveal that Brian's an undercover cop for like half an hour. So like mm. the first half of this movie is just he goes to the pizza, he goes to the sandwich shop, they have some banter, they have a fight outside, they have a street race, he goes to his oh, house, yeah. they have some banter. There's nothing going on. Like I watched do these with my parents recently, and 20 minutes into this, my mum said, "Does this have a plot, or is it just <laughs> this?" Yeah. Well, it I was doesn't. like, "It does," but like because it takes forever to see, reveal that he's a cop, and see, after that, I it picks up a lot. Th- I still don't think that it constitutes a plot. <laughs> it's just like that's <laughs> what the characters are. Once he reveals, <laughs> once he reveals he's the cop, you get. It really becomes about his undercover investigation. So it's, and then it picks up a lot because you get like the scene where he has to break in. Then Vince catches him, and then he's got to convince Brian he's not a cop. Convince Dom he's not a cop. Sorry, uh, it's a lot of fun. I suppose what's really weird in this is that Dom is a villain as well. Like they are the bad guys. Yeah. You know, Brian, Brian's the good guy, and Dom and his crew are the bad guys. And you got Mir in between trying to like who's caught up in the middle of it. That's quite a good dynamic. He's, he's... I also like the fact that all you have to do to win a street race is to draw level with your opponent and then just press a button on your steering wheel. What your oh, opponent does it you... as well, just press another button and have you wait. NOS. You wait for them to do NOS, then you say, too early, and then you do yours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it still or, happens. Yeah, but it's like in the second one where Brian just has two NOS buttons instead of one. Well, it's, <laughs> that's, that's where the two comes from in the title. <laughs> two NOS. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's, we have to always remember that the origin of villain to family sort of arc is dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, good. It's, this movie's just Point Break, isn't it? It's just, it's, I have to watch Point just, Break. It's just break but instead of surfboards it's cars <laughs> <laughs> yeah but point break didn't have 10 films did it so uh <laughs> should have <laughs> yeah by the end then imagine flying surfboards into space yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they'll be just as airtight well as those cars hurricane heist is like the perfect combo between <laughs> Fast and Furious got, and Point Break. It's even got the same font for its title, yeah. Hurricane Heist. I thought it was a Fast and Furious film the first time I saw it. No, it like, doesn't have, doesn't yeah, have Fast yeah. or Furious in the title. It doesn't need to. It just <laughs> has the font. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Is there anything from these this film, do you think, that like lasts until the end? When, like, is there something... Def- what's defining in this film making no, really. a Fast and Furious film? Because I, I found it, it hard to associate this with the rest of the Dom's, he's having barbecues, he's talking about all his friends, his family, they're drinking Corona. 
Crow. He very much. You can tell that Dom, like when he's got a crew, he really cares about the crew, and I think that carries on the whole way. Car heists. Yeah. <laughs> Cars. Dominic Toretto. <laughs> it just doesn't have the rock in it, does it? That's all that's doesn't. missing right now. Yeah, I really like the guy that got shut down at the end, though. So it was sad. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Tassafura's character yeah. actually dying. Dang, that <laughs> happens quite a bit. Mm. Yeah, but there's, there's another there's another character in this who ends up dying. Um, Letty, she comes back. No, Vince. She doesn't die in this one. <laughs> oh yeah, Vince. Vince didn't come back. Yeah, Vince I was forgot an who Vince is. Yeah, he was an asshole, but but he's the asshole. But yeah, he has a great redemption betrayal arc in five so i'll forgive him in this film and he and he's the reason why brian reveals himself and the conflict happens isn't it because he's stupid enough to get shot hanging off the side of a lorry or something that's a grim scene when he because he shoots the harpoon at the lorry then gets sucked in it wraps around him and it's like it's cutting into his arm while he's having to dodge shotgun it's it's much like it's less much less cartoony than the violence in any of the others it's just like yeah this man's losing an arm yeah yeah there was none of the and i use this i use this i made this term up myself there's no martial arts in this is there with the cars are used to fight each other there's a bit of that <laughs> later on in the, in the in the later films there's none of that in this yeah there's also none of just, um yeah. your heart um stopping and somebody just trying to you know um resuscitate you again and then somebody being no stop and then just talking to the person whose heart is stopped and then the, <laughs> and then the it's baffling that in this franchise no one's ever been defibrillated with a car battery <laughs> <laughs> clear <laughs> oh that has to happen in time well no it's because it it's because like, the, the ultimate defibrillator scene is in the Mr. Bean movie and I don't think they could live up to that it was only three years before this. <laughs> God, right. is the Mr. Bean movie older than Fast and Furious? Yeah, 1998. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Bean's old. Yeah, he is. Crazy. Anyway, well, no, he's he doesn't age, does he, obviously? Because he's, he's an alien. So. I suppose everything ages, whether you age or not. You... <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right, let's move on <laughs> to a film that I, I, I sort of hated. And I know I hated it because it had everything in it that I really dislike. There was too many like bum slaps and squeezes and stuff that put me off this next film. Plus, it was just as wooden as and rubbish and <laughs> rubbishly shot as the first one. But I don't know why I really liked Too Fast, Too Furious, which is number eight. I don't know what it is about it that put it ahead of the first film. Maybe I also have it ahead. I also have it ahead. <laughs> I, 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 don't really tell you, I, I can't don't. really tell you I, why. I, it's probably because Tej in it. And Roman. Roman's really Tej good. This character of the series. This um, I didn't like this when I first watched it. And on other rewatches, it's become a bit of a guilty pleasure for me. It loses all of its marks for the fact that it, the movie like hates every female character that it's got. Yeah. <laughs> it hates all of them a lot. So it loses a lot like, of marks for that. And even like you got Suki who's on the cover and she's barely in the film. Barely in it. But like and it, it's got really rubbish dialogue as well, but like obviously it does. But it's a big good place for me. I think Brian and Roman are great together. Oh, they're I think the villains yeah. a lot better. I think the action feels a lot more like the franchise later. Um and I think just it's it's 
just I think it's very funny. Like there's a lot of points in this movie where I'm like laughing my head off at the absurdity. <laughs> like um when the guy pulls a gun on him in the car, so he like presses the eject seat button and pushes him out and then shouts, Ejectocedo, cuz <laughs> <laughs> And then like the end when like they've just finished the heist and they've given all the money back to the cops and like Roman picks up his shirt and goes, But some for us and he's got like money in his belt. Then Brian goes, And some for me too and he's done the same. So, Brian, you're a rubbish cop. Yeah, you steal, yeah. You steal yeah. money. Yeah. I just um, think I just think it's a very funny like movie. It's just yeah, it's absolutely sense. wild. I, I, I think that's why um, I, I did fall in love with it a bit. Like again, again, I say there there are bits to it that I really dislike, and I'm happy that they become less frequent in future films. The stuff like the misogyny, it's really bad in this. I think it's in fact I think it's the worst of all the films when it comes to misogyny. In this, mm. however. It's just such a it's it's a colourful film as well. I think the re the relocation to Florida really works. Oh, hold on. They... While you're talking about that, Melanie, can you explain to us how Brian got to Florida? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's explained in um the Too Fast Too Furious Turbocharged short film, and yeah. So how did Brian get to Florida? Um, he drove. Cool. He drove there. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole thing. Cool. Anyway, it's a really colourful <laughs> film. Uh, I think that it, it it's 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 actually a good looking. Um, I I I I think the addition of Tyrese Gibson and Ludacris. No wonder they came back. They're so great in this. And then when you get to the bit when they have the, the scramble of cars out of the garage and there's like loads of them and you just appreciate like oh like, the people making this are trying to make a really good entertaining good-looking film and i just by the end of it i appreciated that and they said the the end chase is really funny and it's really and it's like really onto the boat and it's really energetic you know and it's like they're changing cars all the time they've got the bad guy there there's always a sense that if something goes wrong these two people are going to die like there's i also like they're they're told they're told you're gonna yeah you're probably gonna die if you don't do something now so brian doesn't get away with being a terrible cop in this one as much as he does in the first one either because like every time he does something terrible in this they keep saying to him like brian you're so bad at your job like behave or i'm gonna have to arrest you (laughs) yeah behave brian and the stakes feel higher with the drug lords. It's just like you got the the, the race for the Ferrari, and then after yeah, that, you know, the police there's a shoot genu- out. There's a genuine threat from them because you get the sense that they really control the city. So they got like the corrupt cop, and they do the rat torture. That like, you get the sense they control everything. It's like they the feel much torture. more like a <laughs> game of thr- like, like a, a constant <laughs> constant villain than the guys in the first one. That rat torture is in Game of Thrones, isn't it? <laughs> that that rat torture was definitely one of the scenes I saw when I was too young when my brother was watching it and that haunted me it's a and sharp also, turn for the movies and also in this in this they get a boat uh, a car to punch a boat like, yeah <laughs> that's how it's resolved uh, yeah but i, I think it's, there's something I, about i, I do think it's a very fun film uh when there's no misogyny i guess yeah roman's great now you Did, go mike <laughs> when you two first watched this and you saw ted and roman meet for the very first time and they walked up to each other, did a fist bump, and didn't have didn't say any lines to each other for the whole scene. That was the first time they met. When you watched that, did you think, yeah, those two are going to space? <laughs> <laughs> I, I no. always thought I always thought that Ludacris would end up because he he's like the he's he's really competent in this series. 
Like he doesn't get many laughs. He's just like usually like he's really good at what he's doing, and you just get it's, in there being. Yeah. An it's mind blowing that like because if you said to someone, "Oh, there's this amazing franchise about action scenes involving cars. Ludacris yeah. is in it." And you wouldn't assume that like Ludacris was one of the best characters. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But it's like there's a couple of films about face recognition software and stuff like yeah. <laughs> high, also, high. Because he he becomes stuff. the tech guy after yeah. this. Film. After <laughs> watching the second one, you wouldn't think his character would become like the genius hacker but i guess being good at modifying cars makes you a melanie hacker. they're all good at modifying cars <laughs> true yeah <laughs> thing is, his, his true heart lies in running a garage because he has his garage in this movie then when he becomes a millionaire he's like i want to go back and open my garage again yeah <laughs> i just i just want to do cars i don't want to be a genius hacker <laughs> It's just what life chose him, chose for him to be. Oh. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's not quite there yet. This film, though, is it? I mean, no. I mean, I've got it quite oh, close. My list. I've got it fourth out of my films, just because I enjoyed it so much. For me, it's last. Oh, what? Holy moly! Third last for me, but these well, last above the two short films. To so be far, my order of these from bottom up has been exactly what we covered so far <laughs> you just i just think that yeah. what they did what they did was they combined the energy of this with the energy of four and then mm. they had franchise they just had to figure and it out one. first and one I, they had yeah the, the whole family <laughs> stuff family. not tokyo well, drift though <laughs> four just does that better well <laughs> <laughs> not tokyo drift there's not many dr much drift after this after not that much film. family either but um yeah um our next oh. film well, next the... film at number seven it's the first of like the i i'd say like the main crux of the franchise like out of the first three come and go and they're they you can you can actually watch the franchise without seeing them i reckon but the, uh, this is the first film where in our list where i think it where it, it matters where you watch it and because it gets all convoluted and stuff and that is uh number seven fates of the furious oh now, what very... It's way lower down than I thought it was going to be. Now, it's very clever, right? Because the eight number, if you put it behind the F, it sounds like fate. Yeah, but what's impressive about the title of this movie is that it's not F8 of the Furious. It's the word fate of the Furious. Yeah. <laughs> this is a franchise that called a movie Too Fast, Too Furious with twos and didn't think to put the eight. <laughs> eight. <laughs> no, it just called a movie Fate of the Furious for it's no reason. Because yeah. for nine is a is a word as well. So, nine. But it's nine. It's not anyone's fate in this movie. No, and and do you know the main problem with this film? Cipher. Yeah, she's <laughs> awful. But there's a big Brian-shaped hole in it. Well, it's massive, isn't it? Yeah, but that's unavoidable. That's I know it's unavoidable, unavoidable. But they're like they're like hmm. We need Brian right now. Oh, we said we wouldn't get him in. What really? There was... when, 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 when he's about to destroy the world with some um, sub-nuclear submarine or something. <laughs> like... There's... I, I'll be very open. From this point on, I love every movie we're going to talk about with all of my heart. This is a movie that you can tell was a struggle to make. They had to deal with making their first one without Brian. They had the Rock and Vin Diesel feud to deal with, so they couldn't really have them on screen together. And I think they do it pretty well. I think it's probably the best that either Vin Diesel or Michelle Rodriguez are in the whole series. And they're both very good mm. in it. I think Dom playing both sides is done very well. And when you get like the reveal at the end where they go back through the whole film and what he was doing was 
excellent. I think it's got my favorite action scene of the whole series, which is the Shaws saving the baby from the plane. Oh yeah. Like they <laughs> by the end of this movie, I forgot that Deckard killed Han. Because yes. I was so on board with him because he was so great. It's fine. The, he's, he's, there's he's so innocent. many great characters. It's another. It's exactly what I'm going to say for all of them now. The action's great. I love the characters. <laughs> it's very funny. I think this has got probably the worst villain of all the good yeah. films because Cypher is awful. And it's weird because Charlize Theron's a very in. good actress. She's not in this. <laughs> Bad in this. Uh, it's, a shame it's, that, a... it's a shame that she comes back in the later film. It's a shame that she comes back in this in Family. She's totally and breaking no, the, the... No, but she's not, she she's should not be. She was she a never villain. Will be. She would so never be family. she should be family. <laughs> no, she, she will never be. Then she should die. Because no, she keeps hiring people who become family. Because <laughs> <laughs> so like, John Cena's going to be in 10 as family, isn't he? So, <laughs> oh, yeah. So she, so she should start a family recruitment agency. <laughs> yes, I, I was about to say you can't have her as family because she killed a member of the family because she killed mm. Elena. But then I but remembered sure. that Shaw is family. Yeah, but he didn't. <laughs> killed <laughs> Elena too. No, he didn't. He got on. Yeah, but he didn't. Oh, <laughs> oh this um, movie. So, I always yeah. forget this kills Elena because it's very like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> That but happened. it's such a great twist, though, isn't it? It's like, oh, that's why he's doing it. And he was, I think you had to have a very good reason for yeah, Dom yeah. to and, turn and against like, the others. And obviously, I, I, the reason was going to be family. And the thing, I think the great success of this is, like, as soon as um, he turns, like, that scene where he he rams Hobbs off the road, I'm, like, actually convinced that what he's doing is, like, he's he's doing it for the right reasons. And, he, and uh, he's such a conviction in... Um, What's it, uh, in Vin Diesel's performance, which I, all I pays off when you series. see how he's been playing it all. But it's not just that. Even before that, you're like, "Oh shit, this is serious," and then you find out why, and it's like, "Oh god, it's Alina. I forgot she existed. I remember she existed. Ah, oh, she's dead. <laughs> he's got mm. a kid." I, I, that was quite an emotive moment, I thought. And it's like they spend the whole thing on like a plane or something, or a submarine or something. I don't remember. It's <laughs> yeah. so quite boring settings in this. Yeah. But um, boring settings. I, I remember... Hold on, there's London with cars flying everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I, I... when she tur- when she hacks like every like car computer in. Oh no, it's New York, isn't it? And they have like yeah. all the cars just go flying everywhere. And then our family have to chase Vin Diesel through it, and they like and box him in. It's very cool. My my favorite bit of this film though is the opening in Havana. Just that it's quite a, it's just a simple scene of like just yeah. Dom doing a street race, and then. Not taking the money off the um, oh, the, like the guy who's trying to yeah when he's trying to take the, when he's trying to when he races the the, the guy at the start the, I just the think quickest like a, it, turnaround of any character from villain to family because in the first scene he's an antagonist yeah. and then they make friends in five minutes then he shows and saves the day at the end. yeah but I just think it's it it's like it the, whoever made it whoever like directed this clearly seen Fast and Furious is like. We need a bit of this heart before we get started. And I think mm. it's a really well shot scene. And, you know, they bring the street racing back, so I appreciate that. Yeah. Then you get onto the... Uh, I have to admit, I don't like Hobbs and Shaw in this. They haven't gelled How me yet. Day. They haven't gelled yet. <laughs> I don't like I think the, the scene the, in the, the prison, prison where they're just bantering funny. through their cells, I find very funny. And then the yeah. breakout where you get like both of their different types of fighting. And then they, they like he's chasing them through the prison. They're both fighting. And then they get together at the end. I, I When I watch this... I was thinking, I cannot wait for that spin-off. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I just think everything that we see in this, the spin-off does better. And it's oh, just, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just not, I just wasn't very, I kept wanting them to 
go away from that plot line. So we go back to Letty and Dom because that was the really good bit of the film. Like I was really enjoying that bit. And then we got off to like a, some comedic fighting or bickering or whatever. No, just get back to the heart of the film. So I was really enjoying it, um, hmm. uh, which, which is a lot to say for a Fast and Furious film because this has this film, again, with Letty and Dom, it has a lot of heart in it. Um, yeah. Which is why I'm I'm surprised it's so low as well. It's I, I'm looking at all I, our rankings. Um, it's because of it's Melanie. Because of me, yeah. Because um, so I remember the first time watching it was during a cinema night, and it was maybe like the fourth film, which means it was like I don't know midnight or one a.m. when I started it. So I saw the beginning. Uh, when you when you first watched this, um, you hadn't seen the others. Had I you? hadn't seen the others. Yeah. So um. <laughs> so I hadn't seen the others I had I mean yeah it was years ago since I've seen the first and the second one but I hadn't seen the others I was watching this I was sleep deprived um I, I saw the beginning I slept through the middle <laughs> and, then I, and then I woke up and they were on an ice field <laughs> so I was very confused and then when I rewatched it yeah I guess I, I can agree with the whole like it's got some boring settings and it just it just wasn't it wasn't I, I think cipher also was a big factor for me to like not like it that much but yeah mm. sorry i was but, reading <laughs> but dom names his child after his friend who's just alive who's just <laughs> named his, his child after his friend who recently moved to another city <laughs> Yeah, it... <laughs> uh, I, 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 and again, I don't think they, they succeeded in filling the Brian hole in this, which no. isn't their fault. But you know, it, it, it would have taken a lot. Um, but he's well, it's, it's difficult. Cat, and you think like, are they trying to make this character the new Brian? Because I hate it. Because Scott Eastwood in this is like he's very bland. I think he has like he's. Com- He's got like a rivalry with Roman throughout the film, which is fun. But him as a character is very bland. I spent the whole time I was watching it thinking like, are they trying to make this guy the new Brian? Because I hate that. Mm. Yeah. I I would have liked for him to come back in F9, but not as a Brian figure. Just like being there again next to... Wait, was Mr. Nobody in it? In Nobody F9? was computer screen. Yeah. Oh, wait. If we're speaking about big names in these films... This is the film that finally had the casting that suggested to me, okay, these films can now do whatever they want because this is the film where Helen Mirren shows up yeah. doing a Cockney accent as the as Mummy Shaw. I was like, okay, <laughs> these films can now do anything and I'll buy into it. I think it was, I don't know if it was on the Graham Norton show or somewhere, but Helen Mir- Mirren was like, I would really love to be in like one of these crazy like Fast and Furious movies. And then she just was. She's clearly having a great time. Yeah, yeah. She's what doing this accent, is she, love? And then <laughs> she's clearly having the best time. Ah, oh, amazing. Yeah. What's yeah. next? <laughs> what is next, Reese? Oh, uh, sorry, I was re- I was somewhere else. Next is oh, it, it's tied actually. What was it? Fifth and sixth. Uh, we got like the same rankings, but in different orders. Um, so one I'll of pick, us is pick one. So which, do you want to do four or six? Let's do four. four I think. Four. Do you want to do four? Okay. Uh, do you mean 
Fast and Furious. Fast yeah. and Furious. Fast and the yes. fourth movie in the Fast and Furious franchise. Fast and Furious. <laughs> Fast and Furious, me? yeah. Um, do you know what? This film isn't the best of the franchise. However, this film walked, so five could run. I think this film is the reason why I think this is the yeah fly (laughs) go go to space (laughs) so nine could go to space (laughs) I honestly think that this is the this is the game changer obviously and I think it's it's really good I've got this at five personally I I have this excellent I've at six have this on mine but I'll check now I mean I just I really yeah I really like this movie as well I think this is the one where you need the character side of this film to propel the rest because this is the the villain plot in this i can give or take a lot of the action i can give or take i don't think that i think the opening heist is fantastic and i think the chase through the uh tunnel at the end is fantastic Mm -hmm. i think a lot of the action i can give or take but i think that the very the fact that a lot of this movie is just dedicated to bonding between brian mir and dom Mm. is like really keeps it alive me because they were they were my favorite parts of the first movie I like that they do it again. Uh, I and, have this yeah. at seven. <laughs> and remember, this is um, one of Dom's introduction to his superpower of time travel vision, where he can oh, witness we get... things that happen in the past yeah. in different orders from different perspectives. <laughs> yeah, like because he can look at he can look at a scene because it's not it's barely a crime scene because it's an empty road. It's an empty two road. skid marks. <laughs> Two skid marks and one bullet case. He reconstructs Letty's entire crash. But what's even better about that is the fact that he gets it wrong. He sees Letty getting shot in the head, but she didn't. She rolled away down the hill. So he reconstructs this whole thing, but he just got it completely wrong. Um, yeah, I, I think this this starts off on a really good note. Where they're like they 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 they're doing the first initial um the, the initial like heist, and then they have to disband. I think that's a really cool action scene. And you get the look between Letty and the final look between Letty and Dom when they split up and you're like, Letty's dead. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> like, it's horrible. Then you get Brian chucked in. And when they like, when the, is it Brian's, uh, Dom's going to drop the mechanic off like the roof and then Brian's there to catch him. And yeah. then that reuniting. And then like Brian catches him and then turns around and Dom's gone because Dom has super speed in this movie. Yeah. I just love, I just loved when they came back together. And I love the fact that like, you know, Brian repay Dom repays some of his debt towards Brian when he overturns his car by mowing someone over in a horrific manner. That yep. I, for me, that is the worst death I watched on 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 the franchise. Just because like he absolutely rams into him, no malice, just boom, <laughs> absolutely wrecks him. Um, I, I like that Dom does like a car leap, like the first he, he jumps from one car to another high speed. This. Uh, there's brilliant, brilliant Fast and Furious ing. They both get a fantastic introduction in this because Dom gets the heist at the start and you get like a bit of the team, get a hand scene. Um, and I think Brian's intro where it's like the really like shaky cam Bourne style chase through the hallways and then like over the rooftops is very mm. cool. Brian looks great with his new hair. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very oh, and grown of course, up the, um, policeman. <laughs> both tunnel scenes where they drive through them are, are, are awesome. I love it when the um, when they set the the car to explode, and it's just like he literally says like there's not there's there's nitrous in there, 
and then before it can happen, you're like, oh, I know exactly what's going to happen. Boom. <laughs> yes, come on, Dom. And this I is another film so of Brian being film. Brian being a terrible cop and all the other cops going, Brian, just do your job. <laughs> <laughs> I must save Dom. No. <laughs> no, Brian, you don't have to do that. <laughs> also, there's a very good introduction to a character in this, Giselle. Oh, yeah. I always forget she undercover as well, or t- just turns on the, the mob leader. Ah, oh, there's a proper drug no, lord she's, in this one in there. Yeah, she's fully Braga. working for him in this one. And then to flip Braga by the comes end, back, doesn't he? Because <laughs> Dom, yeah, he does. Because Dom saves her. Yeah, so she because family. every woman that meets Dom has to fall in love with Dom at first, um, and then fall in love with someone else. Because uh, she spends mm. this sleep with Dom. <laughs> yeah. Yeesh. I forgot so much of this film, honestly. Yeah. I just remember the ending of the tunnel scene because that was awesome. But yeah. Well, people seem to group this with the first three because it's before five. And I don't think it deserves to be there. I, I think it deserves to be listed with the, the last six. I think it's the a last good seven. bridge from the first three to the next because it's not quite as crazy yet but you have these elements and it does as mike said you know really focus it, also on the characters so it has sort of like it's a good you know it's because it's the one where drug. it's because it's the one where brian becomes family i think is the is the mm. major turning point the, like the ma- yeah because yeah, the end of this movie don gets arrested and brian breaks, breaks him out to break him out of the truck and that's the point where it's like okay now there's no going back for the franchise but, until the next but, film but, where they all get their then it, criminal records clear. But I like the fact that although they're incriminating, they're they're good guys incriminating. Like they're doing it for the right reasons and they're usually hired to do it now from now on. Although it is fast five where like they end the film and they've got they've all got so much money that they don't have to do anything ever again. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, I think this is a really good bridge and it has so many great action scenes in it. Just little ones that aren't as flashy as like a tank driving around everywhere, but are like still really enthu- are really good to watch and a step up from the three films we'd seen before. Um, yeah, I recommend this film to anyone. I wouldn't don't want people skipping this one. I really like it. Um, and you, arguably, you could start here. Yeah, and it's it is just, called Fast yeah. and Furious, so you could start. <laughs> if you, if you knew know. nothing about these movies and decided to watch through them, you probably would start here. Because <laughs> it's called I, Fast and Furious. I think um, uh, it was someone on Instagram and then he, he did like a story or something where it's like, I, I watched the first Fast and Furious film and I was so confused. I felt like all these character or, characters already <laughs> knew each other. There was no introduction <laughs> to the characters or anything. Well, it was like, ah, you watched the fourth one. <laughs> if you do want an introduction to these characters set slightly before this, Melanie, is there an option? To... Uh, yes. <laughs> so you could watch Los Bandoleros. Oh, which in is... that case, can you tell me how... Um, how Letty got the necklace from Dom. Ah, yeah, that's a very complicated story, actually. So um, Letty <laughs> got the necklace from Dom by getting it from Dom. Okay, cool. Like Dom <laughs> just giving it to her. <laughs> What's, um, what... So what is Los Bandoleros about? I haven't watched it. Los Bandoleros is, it starts like this indie sort of, um, I think they're in South America somewhere. Like, it looks very nice and uh, gritty and 
now mike nice, is muted nice and gritty um, and i'm just like really indie and artsy and then it's just letty and dom driving and dom giving her a necklace and them kissing ah <laughs> what's you've actually seen Lost Bandoleros, because oh. I think they realized that no one had watched it because they replay the entire thing in flashbacks in seven. Um, <laughs> like when, because when um... Dom's dead, when Dom's dead at the end and Letty comes up and she's like crying over him to resuscitate his heart, oh, all the flashbacks God. that she's telling him are this uh, short film. Like they I replay can't... the whole thing in flashbacks in seven. <laughs> oh, I can't believe so... you just reminded me we still haven't talked about seven. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so that's you've actually seen this short film because well, they there we go. just inserted it into another film. I like the fact that that like they have all these films about stupid action stuff and they leave the proper driving to short films. Yeah. <laughs> like watching Brian drive to Florida, apparently, or something. For everyone, yeah, for everyone who says that these films aren't about cars and driving anymore, just show them the short film. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's let's talk about what. Uh, what is joint with number four is is uh, uh, fifth, which is uh, Fast and Furious Six. That's the only boring one I name, That's yeah, boring name in the franchise. <laughs> yeah. Why is it called Fast and Furious Six? Why <laughs> they've got like yeah. Fast Six and Furious? So why, did they why, go, why did it? they go Fast and Furious and then Fast Five and then Fast and Furious Six? <laughs> then Furious Seven. <laughs> one of the, if anything, thought... this should be called Fast and Furious Three. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't have that. Three yet. fast, three furious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, which would get six. Whatever. Whoa. No, I just think that um, yeah. Well, the Furious Seven is is saved for it's, it's it's if you look at the poster, it's like Magnificent Seven, isn't it? But um, oh, um yeah. this they are the Furious Seven. Or all, all I know, my my summary for this film is quite simple: is that I think that Owen Shaw is a really boring villain, despite him being like very good at, at killing people hmm. but and I, i'm not that bothered about letty's comeback just because she's barely been in the series by this oh, point I really anyway like i think that like dom having to remind her who he was and then i, I like that she doesn't just get her memory back straight away it takes yeah. two films after this yeah. and it, well, like, she doesn't it genuinely really feels like they've lost she. something she, she does, because really um, she remembers um, Los Bandoleros. Ah, um, the necklace or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like this. It's This is my least favourite of the... I, I say there's a there's a pre-Fast Five world and a post-Fast Five world. Uh, this is my least favourite of the post-Fast Five world, just because it's a little bit on the forgettable side. I think you're mm. right that Owen Shaw is... Well, I, I don't hate him. Um, I just I do think he's a bit bland, and his introduction is he's in a little buggy. <laughs> but, but how amazing is that tank scene? I even think that, I think that tank scene is better than the plane scene, even though that plane is not a plane; it's a planet. Uh, which is a, <laughs> <laughs> I honestly that I just just like it, it reminded me of like. Um, like we're watching Transformers or something like this. There's some wide shots of just some absolutely outstanding stunts going on. And you're thinking, bloody hell, someone actually drove a tank on a bridge like that. Oh my God, someone actually tried to flip a tank like that. <laughs> it's like, mm. I can't believe this is going on. Like, I, it, it's just so well well done. Yeah, and like, it's probably just, just, one of the series and it's like, best. Again, scene. I haven't been like, I didn't really like enjoy the plot of the film, the villain. 
But for that, like five, ten minutes, I was completely engrossed in the film. Justin Tank, too. They created a tank for a Fast and Furious film. Also, the final action scene with the plane. The plane. I think is excellent as well. That's pretty good, yeah. Rest in peace, Giselle, until 10 when you inevitably come back. (laughs) As Wonder Woman. (laughs) Because now now that your Wonder Woman films are flopping, time to to hop back to Fast and Furious. Yeah, I, I think I think from Fast and Furious Six, I remember the plane. And is this the one where Letty like flies over yeah. a ravine or whatever, and Vin Diesel just catches it? He has to go the yeah. flying over, so he has to use his momentum uh, to go the yeah. other way, yeah, so that they go back to where she came from. But luckily, what they a land catch. on the hood of a car, which in the Fast and Furious universe is the made softest thing you can land on. <laughs> like, if you're falling from anywhere, just yeah. land on a car, you'll be all right. But yeah, I agree. There's, like the two, those two action scenes are probably best thing about this. There's this there's a lot of very good stuff in this film. I think is easy to forget. This is the first time they're yeah. teaming with the Rock. Hobbs, um, which is oh. great. I, I think it's better when they're on his, his side. His conversion to family member is better than Brian's. I love him in this. I think I, I forgot how great the Rock is. In this, this is the family are at their peak in this movie because the, the family in this movie is Dom, Brian, Mia, Roman, Tej, Hobbs, Letty, Giselle and Han and a bit of Elena as well. That's a yes very good no. yeah. Yeah. Who's, who's missing from that? That's, no, no, no. You know, I'm just saying that I think yeah, in terms of who's in the family, this is the best. But in terms of how the family sort of interacts, I think Fast Five has the best scene. Fast Five has best in terms of interaction but in terms yeah. of who's there, yeah. I yeah. think this is, the, this is the absolute best me because yeah. I think it's mostly the same as the Fast Five crew, but the Fast Five crew has those two guys who I forget exist. Um, who? Oh wait, they're in this too. Yeah, I just forgot. <laughs> they're, um, they're in a lot. Of, that, a lot. Briefly. Hobbs is barely interacting with them in Five. Mm. This movie also has one of the greatest interactions in the history of cinema, and it's improvised between. Uh, Roman yeah, and Hobbs end. at the end. Yeah, and it's when Hobbs shows up at the barbecue and Roman goes. <laughs> Hey Mia, better hide your baby. Oscars. <laughs> hey Roman, better hide your big ass forehead. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ludacris just loses. Yeah, Ludacris like spits his like Corona out and starts laughing because it was all improvised. So that was yeah. just like a genuine like reaction. I think it's one of the best interactions I've ever heard. Oh, I love rewatching that so much. <laughs> Roman, better hide your big ass forehead. Fantastic. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so good. Uh, and also, this has a post-credit scene, doesn't it? It does. Uh, I'm not. It's actually. Since... Turns out, on a rewatch, I realise it's not a post-credit scene. It's just a just before the credit scene, mm. and it's uh, it's going back to Tokyo Drift. For the oh first yeah, because doesn't like isn't there like a package sent? He gets a package in the post, doesn't he? At the same time, and it's a picture of Han or so in. Yeah, and then he gets at the court. It's like tells Dominic Toretto, "I'm coming for him." <laughs> Sorry, who, who are you? Are you? Who, sorry, who, who was who that? Are you? Who was that impression of? <laughs> so we now have three sort of post-credit scenes all about Tokyo Drift. Because <laughs> nine's post nine's Tokyo Drift scene happens in the middle of the film. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm a rocket scientist now. Wee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, you, you, I think you, you're right, uh, Melly. This is this is also a very forgettable film. Like, I mean, and it's because yeah, it, it comes yeah. in between like the two major ones, yeah, where like that mean the most to people. Um, shall we? 
But Maybe. those two major ones that mean the most to anyone don't have Hobbs and Sotting Roman about his big ass foreheads. No. <laughs> no, no, you're not. I know that you're not going to be very happy watching them before. It's because I didn't rate this film very highly. The seven's at number four. Furious <gasps> Seven. But it's too low. To be fair, yeah, but I, think that, I think there are three good films above it still, though. So it's not mm. dangerously low. No, it's I not do dangerously agree low, that but it is too low. Furious but... Seven is the one where she is like, come back, like, wake up or whatever, trying to resuscitate his... To, to... It, it, it's <laughs> not just Melanie, that, though. That's very me. It's not just it's that very though. Funny to be I, I think, I think, I watched this straight after Fast, um, Fast and Furious Six, and like compared to like the tank stuff and the plane, and the interactions, I just didn't find this to live up to it. Like I, I just didn't think it was as good as Number Six, which I didn't think was particularly great anyway. I, I say that this is the probably it was really messy. I didn't like the final act at all. With like you got the Hobbs coming out the Cobbs coming out of the um out of the hospital, joining like ramming trucks and stuff, and the the, the heart resuscitation and Kurt Russell's role. I I, I didn't really like Shaw either. Like he this was sort is... of like there trying to kill Dom, and then isn't there for a bit. No, he is. It... He's in the entire movie. He's in it loads. <laughs> this no, is, is but... my this is my number one. I, I love this. I think that it could have fallen apart because obviously they had a very hard task of finishing a movie when the lead tragically died halfway through filming. I think they pull it off very mm. well. I think that the, I think Shaw is a very fun villain. Um, and I like that there's another plot happening and he's just showing up and trying to mess with it the whole time. I think that's he's a lot of fun. He's trying to kill Dom, isn't he? I think there's a lot of very fun dialogue in this. Um, I think that, and that there's a lot of dialogue in this that is like, it's very clear they've written it to be the most stupid thing they could like um when they're having their at the end on the rooftop when Brian and when Dom and Deckard start having their fight and they like pull their swords off the car pieces and then Dom goes you <laughs> you know you know the thing about a street fight the street always wins and then he hits the ground and Deckard goes through the ground that's <laughs> very funny I think uh, you get one of my favorite Hobbs lines of the whole series which is um when he's putting Deckard in prison at the end and Deckard goes, you know, I'll break out of here. And he goes, well, when you, when you manage to dig through your 200 feet of concrete, the only thing waiting on me, waiting on the other end will be my fist and a body bag. So you best get digging boy. It's like, they've clearly aimed to go for like the most ridiculous action lines they yeah. could. And they succeeded. I think every action scene in this is one of my favorites in the series. I think the bit where they, they fly out of the plane with the parachutes and then have to chase that truck. And then the truck goes over the edge and Brian gets locked in. He has to climb out and run off. I think the heist in the, the skyscraper is a lot of fun. And then the car going through oh, the towers. Yeah. Oh, God. And afterwards, the... it... oh, I forgot about that. And then the oh. guy afterwards going, when I asked you to discreetly do it, I didn't tell you to drive a car through two towers. And then Brian goes, actually, it was three towers. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Ramsey oh. is a lot of fun. I think it's cool to see a Fast and Furious character who can't drive. And have to bring something else to it. Yeah, I think that the that the final chase nine. scene um, when they go back to LA is great, and then you get the ending of this movie with oh, the, the goodbye to Brian, which I can't. Oh, that's. I hard. never. I can never watch that scene without crying because it's honestly. I thought I well done. When I when I started watching this, I was like, oh, you know what? I think I'm gonna be okay. I think I can watch this without crying. Um, I wasn't that you know attached like. 
you know, like, sure, very tragic that he died and everything, but like, I wasn't a super big fan of him before. I mean, <laughs> and then, and then Charlie Puth just has to hit the first piano note. Not even and when he's just crying. It's, it's, it's the most perfect transition between two pieces of yeah. music ever. Yeah. Not even when that's <laughs> the piano that starts to get me. It's when they're all on the beach. Yeah. And like, it's one of the scenes where it's Paul Walker's face on his brother's body and he's playing with the kids. Um, and then like Roman's just doing his Roman thing where he won't shut up. And then Tej goes, will you shut up for like a moment and look in front of you? And then the moment I start to well up is when Roman goes, ah, things are going to be different now. Oh. Then the music oh. in and it's like, ah, oh, what an ending. What, what an amazing ending. Like they, and then you get like the tribute video with all of it. And you're like, ah, oh, seven films. And it's, it was something that they had an almost impossible task to do. And I think they did it very well. Yeah. I, again, I mean, I'm sure a lot of my criticisms are due to the fact that they literally couldn't finish the film they wanted to finish. Um, mm. okay, the, the, it's not a surprise that like a lot of Paul Walker scenes were him alone in this. You know, um, There's not much you could do about it. But um, yeah, that ends. The, the ending is, is very good. Um, I don't think it saves the rest of the film for me, though. I mean, like I can watch that bit on its own and still get the same reaction as if I had watched the see- how I watched the pr- the preceding film. But I do really like, um, again, Vin Diesel in this. He's fantastic. Again, I know I, do, I know I said that the bit with the heart restarting is a bit stupid, but yeah. <laughs> I, I think he, he's excellent in this. And he's always excellent. Vin Diesel is always excellent in these films. I don't care. There's, mm. there's like a standard he has to hit, which isn't a particularly high standard. Vin Diesel's not acting, a bad actor. But he's great a- in this. He's great in the movies. In the movies, yeah. What <laughs> I love about it. he's just got a very what I love about voice. What I love about only Vin delivers Diesel, lines in one way. What I love about Vin Diesel is that although he in most films he's he's like the hard man, he's the biggest <laughs> in Hollywood. Like he's he loves comic books and sci-fi and stuff. And he, you know, again, the reason why he did is that cameo in the third film is so he, he could do Xander Cage. Like that's the reason he did it, because he loves Xander Cage and he wanted to play him. Like he's a massive nerd and I think he's, he's, he's a huge films. nerd. Street shot. <laughs> right. Oh, hold on. There's two Ooh. moments that we can't move on from this without talking about. But I just it just re-entered my mind. <laughs> There's a bit where Hobbs sees an explosion from his hospital bed. So he stands up and goes, sorry, daddy's got to go to work. And then he flexes and his cast. Oh, that amazing God. moment. And then there's, um, there's the other moment where <laughs> there's a helicopter there's two helicopters with guns on them. No, there's a drone and a helicopter. He like is driving an ambulance and he drives it off the bridge, <laughs> like knocks down the drone and then he rips the minigun off it. <laughs> Letty says to him, have you bought the cavalry? And he goes, no, I am the cavalry. And then he shoots <laughs> down the helicopter with the minigun. Every moment yeah. in this. And I'm, you can, I can see when watching this, how this is the director that went on to make Aquaman. Because like I watched this, I'm like, you perfected the making everything as stupid as possible, but I can't help but love it anyway. Yeah, I, I just didn't find them as entertaining as you, obviously. Again, I just didn't find it as as impressive either. I think that's my problem. I, I I just come off six where there was two pretty well well done stunts, and I just watched the the crash into the helicopter and the drone. I just thought this looks, looks stupid above anything. But I just have an extremely high tolerance for dumb. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, 
at three, whoa, already, is the most recent one. Um, Fast Nine F9. or F9. F9. F9, which on uh, my laptop the F clearly stands is, for family. Well, no, on my laptop, F9 is um, previous scene. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a key button. So, I don't um, remember much about Fast 9. It hasn't been that long oh. since I've seen it. I remember <laughs> everything about F9. I remember it going from 0 to oh. 1,000 in like five minutes. Oh, and I remember never this stopping. being the film where Roman is like, are you saying we're going to do this? It's the stupidest plan ever. And then Dom goes, that's exactly what we're going to do. <laughs> I also remember this being the one where Roman slightly thinks they're all supernatural beings that can't die. Because yeah, he gets like, shot to pieces in the first scene and he's fine. <laughs> I, uh, I was grinning my head off the whole way through this movie. Yeah, I think same. on a technical level, this is the worst film ever made. Like mm. Roman's like, they're indestructible. There's a car swing. Dom's got a long lost brother that he's never mentioned in those whole <laughs> things. There's a scene where he <laughs> starts to drown and then he goes back in time and he looks at like his memories, but he's clearly time traveling because he's looking from a different angle. <laughs> he's like, okay, now I'm seeing things that I didn't see at the time. Um, there's, they bring Han back to do nothing. Yeah. Like yeah. On, a, on like a pure, like just I mean, talking through it level, this is a terrible movie but this is an amazing movie and i love it <laughs> they bring han back to do exactly what han does which is eat crisps, eat crisps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just it's, it's, a, it's just a really fun great time it is it's amazing and, and i brought my friend who has not seen any of the other fast and furious movies except maybe eight but i'm not sure and she was just i think she was having a good time <laughs> hard not to have a good time she said. i will admit i was a bit hesitant during the first act, like yeah. Roman and like Dom and Mia, I can't get any of these names wrong. Dom and Letty at the house. Then they put Brian in that box and leave him there for the next two and a half hours of the movie. Um, <laughs> and then um, the and then like they have the chase scene in that other country. I'm like, this is maybe the franchise has finally lost me. And then the rest of it, I loved. I think that John Cena was a great villain, and so lucky for him that he filmed two movies at completely separate times. And then they both ended up being number ones at the box office within like three weeks of each other. Like he never could have seen that happening. I think he's one. really, really good in it. He's in the Suicide Squad as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I, I think they're both. I think they're both very good. And the fact that he's shown yeah. both those characters again because he'll, he'll definitely be in ten. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, oh, and yeah. I think like it's really obvious the whole film. Like you watch the whole thing thinking, okay, they're rivals now, but later on, Cypher's going to turn on him. And yeah. then he's gonna come. He's gonna drive away, and he's gonna drive back, and he's yeah. gonna be friends with Dom. It's, like, yeah. it's very obvious, but like Charlie, I didn't Theron care. Remains the worst. Villain. I don't know. She is. Terrible She's shocking in this. in this. She's terrible in this. But she flies one of the funniest the scenes in the movie is when the two characters stand there and like say Star Wars quotes for a minute. Yoda's a puppet and has a man's <laughs> hand up his ass. I also, I also love how meta this film is. You have um. Roman thinking they're you know indestructible and then you have at the halfway point pretty much so or someone like <laughs> someone be like this would be where the villain like uh loses everything or something like that and then he does and then he does and it's just like so meta <laughs> that's so good so it's, like, meta. it's just this film is full of they go to space because the Tokyo Drift guys are rocket scientists. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's not I just like it. it's I not just it. like Sean. It's it's like more than one from more Tokyo more Drift. 
when I I knew I I knew they would go to space in this. Like I think it was one of the worst kept secrets ever. But like I didn't think I would love it as much as I did. Like yeah. and they're like up there and they're like, okay, we've got to get out and shut down the satellite. And they're like, oh no, we can't get out. Guess we'll just drive into it. <laughs> <laughs> and like there's, there's just scenes in this that like don't make any sense. But I just, as I said, I have a high tolerance for dumb. So when I get a scene where Dom gets arrested by Interpol and put in a van, but then once he's in the van, they all take their hats off and they're Cardi B and her gang. And they're like, hey, it's me, your old friend, Cardi B. We've been friends forever. I'm definitely an established character. This, It was never really Interpol. And then they just let him out and then we never hear who they were again. I think, okay, objectively, that's terrible. But I love but it anyway. <laughs> I, I think we haven't even discussed what I thought was the best part of the entire film. And that's the NASCAR stuff. I didn't expect to have... Mm. I, it just looked awesome. The, the, the colouring of, sh- of, of the scenes there, you know, it, it felt like 20 years ago, the dust. Mm. I, I thought that whoever played young Dom, perfect. Yeah. Whoever played young yeah. John Cena, perfect. It was a guy from Peaky Blinders, and it's wasn't like, it? Yeah. Oh, it, of course it was. And then it was like... like the the what really happened did he did he deliberately destroy his car for money or mm. was it sabotage from the brother for paying we off found out other for sure on time traveled at the end through drowning <laughs> just because let's not forget this is the film where dom stays behind to make a heroic sacrifice and he fights like 30 men and then pulls a building down with his bear <laughs> and survives because he su- gets and him then or the whole family like come back and get him and then they keep the same base that's just been yeah invaded. yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I also, I also they better not come back hate... to the same base again to get it's us again. There's <laughs> love and hate how Dom makes a sacrifice, right? And it's like, let it go. You know, I'm making the sacrifice for you to actually go. And she just watches him. One of them the do. They time. all watch and then they jump down and get him. <laughs> Crazy. So stupid. The stupidest movie in the whole series. Yeah. But also, yeah. my fourth favorite. Because <laughs> he's just mine too. hilarious. It's yeah. just. Oh, I've I got also, it. I also I've got was it too. smiling the whole time. Because there's a point when they they capture the bad guy. So I think you get that cracking chase scene. Is it Edinburgh? Yeah. Um, where like they've got the magnet oh, the car, magnets. and yeah. like you've got oh, yeah. that chase in the street, and then you've got Dom chasing. Um, I can't even remember Don, John Cena's name. I'm just gonna keep calling him John Cena. Um, you get him chasing him across the rooftops, and they like collide, and the action scenes join. Then they capture him and take him back to their base, and they don't even lock him up. They just leave him there to walk around. <laughs> but like when the bad guys show up, he just rejoins them. It's like maybe should have put him in a cell or something. <laughs> no, because that would make that would make a scene in this movie not be dumb. So <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for ten. I can't wait. Like, for 10. I because it's it going to be in two parts. On this trend. Yeah, it's going to be in two, in two parts. Yeah. yeah, he's described it as the Infinity War and the End Game of Fast and Furious. So Giselle is definitely coming back. I really hope anything. they don't bring back Brian, though. Well, uh, I, think, I think the way they did it in this is the closest they will. I, I, there's nah, no way I, they'll do it. No, it'll be like a car bump. Like 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 Dom's about to get caught, like the very, and then there's going to be a car coming at the end. A car will come from the sky, push the other car away, then <laughs> bounce space. off back to the sky <laughs> from space. Well, because because Brian in the universe obviously isn't dead. So he could come back as a like quick cameo. I would be okay Whoa. with that. At no, the no, very, no, no, no. What end. if they introduce? What if they just? What if? What if it's a time jump like, um, like like Endgame and there's there's just an older Brian played by an older actor. No, and the kid, I mean, and kid Brian. Oh, sure. 
I would do that. <laughs> because there is a Brian that could come back in this that wouldn't require a dead person. Yeah, I would. I would be okay with that. <laughs> like, can you imagine? I do hope. I do hope that um. I do hope in Fast and Furious 10 um, we get the long-awaited mashup of Fast and Furious and Jurassic World. Yeah. I hope Not that... Yet. I know a lot of Not people yet. are hoping for Fast 10, your seatbelt. I'm really hoping for FX. <laughs> That's just Ooh. a different thing. In- <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think what, when they do eventually do time travel as well, I think it's got to be Fast and Furious. <laughs> uh, and Fast and Furious. Um, Passive, yeah. I just, I really, I really enjoyed F9, and it's, it's the yeah. one I've got left on my rewatch now, and I just can't wait. I know it's like the most aggressively dumb, like movie ever, but I loved it, and it's the mark of, I believe now the fifth WWE champion in these movies, because <laughs> uh, yeah. Ronda Rousey's there, John Cena's there, The Rock's there, uh, Roman Reigns is there, and there's another one somewhere as well. That I was struggling to remember. It's just like a lot, a lot of them, a lot of them cropping up. Mm. Roman anyway, Reigns shows up in one and has no lines. The second is technically not a Fast and Furious film, not really. It's a spin-off. Fence. It's a good Hobbs one. and Shaw. Ooh. This is the most consistently placed for all our ones because we've all got it at third place. Oh, nice. yeah, and it made second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolute cracking. I don't yeah. understand math. I I just I think this movie really surprised me. Like yeah 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 same. It's it's the one that's closest to just being a comedy because it's two and a half hours of just banter. And I think my my big complaint is that it's a bit too long because like mm. the movie ends. They have the bit where they break into the compound. They do the whole chase scene there. They get out. They've got the equipment, and then there's another yeah. third act in Samoa. And I think it is a bit long. You could probably cut that, but I wouldn't want them to because I really like. I really like awesome the yeah, I really a... love the Samoa stuff a lot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it's just, it's too long, but I wouldn't want to cut any of it. Because so. it's like, I, I spent the entire film going, gee, I wish there were more like cars in this. And they go to Samoa and it's all just buggies. All cars. It's just all cars. <laughs> like, yes. Um, just, it's a very funny. I think Vanessa Kirby's very good in this. Mm, yeah. I just, well, I think she's a movie that's very much kept afloat by just the fact that you get like three leads with amazing chemistry. And just let them do their thing for two and a half hours yeah. while occasionally they punch Idris Elba. <laughs> so all, oh, yeah, all a movie Elba needs to be. This. All a movie needs to be. It's got a few of your favourite blokes in this, hasn't it, Melanie? Um, It's got Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Briefly. It's got Idris Elba, obviously, as a lot. said. Um, I really uh, like Vanessa. I don't know who else. I, mean, I, I remember feeling very sad when they turned... When... When... Um, when it just album got turned off. Like, it's like, oh no, that's horrible. And then they set up a sequel, which probably ain't happening. It will happen. Yeah. No, I know um, there's been. Uh, no, I, I, I think there is. No, that, there is a sequel in 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 planning. That in final it. scene under the waterfall, that final fight. Mm. Very cool. Mm. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I love when um, is it in this month? Yeah, where they like drive in Samoa, where they drive and then like. It swings out, but they're like connected to a helicopter. Yeah, they put all the cars together <laughs> and like they put the NOS on one by one. Yeah. But then like all the cars break. So the rock has to go, okay, I'll do it myself. And then instead of using cars to pull them, he just wraps the chains around his arms. Maybe it's just pulls the <laughs> <down himself. laughs> 
so good so good i love that like the samoa scene at the end is just like okay we've got this private military coming with all their weapons how are we gonna do this booby traps family oh <laughs> family booby traps and family family yeah and roman reigns just doing wrestling oh yeah and also, it. it's got um, it. Mike Oxmall. Mike Oxmall. <laughs> and a confirmation that Italian job was in the uh, Fast and Furious universe. We get a bit of Helen. <laughs> we get Jason yeah. Statham and Vanessa Kirby being the same age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's just so much jumping between locations in this as well. It's a proper globetrotter, isn't it? Because yeah. they go to like Spain and Russia and Multiple Samoa planes. and yeah. America. Yeah, lots of planes. You get Kevin Hart as a uh... oh, he's the air marshal. Oh gosh, he? yeah, but he's also a CIA agent, isn't he? Oh yeah. Which yeah. he'll come back. He'll come back in the future, won't he? Really well, I hope that Ryan Kevin Reynolds Hart and Ryan Reynolds are both in the next one. I oh. think Ryan Reynolds has in this one of the bravest moves that any movie's ever made, and it's not casting him because he shows up, he does the Ryan Reynolds thing. Yeah, he does the Ryan Reynolds thing, and then he leaves, which is fine because I love the yeah. Ryan Reynolds thing. But in this movie, this came out like a few weeks after Game of Thrones ended. And there's a scene where Ryan Reynolds looks at the camera and goes, and just spoils the ending of Game of Thrones. He just looks at the camera and goes, did you see that Game of Thrones ending? Can you believe that John killed Daenerys? I was like, I can't believe this movie went there. I can't believe like just <laughs> after the ending of Game of Thrones. They just added a scene where one of the characters spoils it. Oh, it's fantastic. No, I, 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 I do like that. Um, uh, what I liked about Brixton is that there was like, he was just like being used like, I didn't expect that from the trailers. Like, it looked like he was the main guy. Super had super superpowers. <laughs> He's had super strength. Bloody hell! But then you have like the um oh, the Etians like unseen directors and stuff. So that, they're going to start cool. building their own side family of Hobson Shaw family. It'll be they'll fish bricks out. They'll turn him back on. They'll um, they'll bring Helen Mirren in. Mm. Yeah. The... Mm-hmm. Well, they'll all be an end game, won't they? The end game, Fast Ten. No, I don't think the. I don't think The Rock will do another mainline one. Oh, of course he will. They'll pay think, him a lot for it. But but I mean, after even after Fast 10, they might like continue with spin-offs and stuff like that. Because here's the thing. They don't, they don't necessarily have to be about anything. Like we were talking about Hurricane no. Heist earlier on. Just put it in there. Nobody cares. It's not going to make a difference, is it? Just, just put them in the third Jurassic World. Yeah, there's nothing in the canon that suggests that these could, don't exist in the same world as Jurassic World. But yeah. like, there's no reason why in the next one they can't like be racing past a coastline. Like imagine the I hate to bring it up because it's combining one of my favorite friends with one of my least, but I need to like set the setting for you guys. And I know this will put it in your mind. Imagine the kissing booth road that they have the motorbike ride on at the end of each movie. Why now imagine we're getting up? a Fast and Furious race across that road, and just in the water down by the side, there's a megalodon. Yeah, <laughs> the dinosaurs are just out in the world now in yeah. Jurassic World. So yeah. you don't don't even have the characters in Fast and Furious comment on it. Just have a normal Fast and Furious film was playing out. There just happens to yeah, be but, dinosaurs yeah, but, around now. Yeah, but 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 Mike, why did you have to make that point and reference Kissing Booth? I couldn't think of another way to can, describe can you that. Think road. of like another film where they go by the sea, maybe. No, nope, I don't know. I don't the know. Only other, maybe the Jaws. only other film I could think that had a road like that was Die Another Day, <laughs> when he, when Pierce Brosnan is chasing Jinx across it, and that's also awful. Uh, better. We than all know kissing the Kissing Booth Three is more popular than Die Another Day. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <It's> <laughs> <crap>. <laughs> 
Anyway, yeah. why? Okay, here's the thing. We we haven't really talked about the film much. I just want to know what uh, what what makes it better than a lot of these other films for you. Like, why does it sit so high? Because we're going to get to the it's best the one in the second. Chemistry. The chemistry between Hobbs and Shaw for sure is just great. Oh. So good. Hobbs and mm. Shaw and Shaw. They've all got great chemistry. Yeah, true. Also, we get a lot of Hobbs' daughter in this, and I think she's great. I I also think um. Jason Statham is underrated as a comedic actor. Yeah, I think there's a he lot is, yeah. of he has a like, lot of like skill in that regard. Look at him in Spy. Yeah, he's great in Spy. And and I, um, of course, um, oh, what's the one where he gets um, where he gets uh, defibrillated? Um, oh, Crank. Crank. <laughs> I also think that this movie does a very good job of because in a lot of the Fast and Furious movies, it feels like everyone has the same skill, and that is car. Um, but I think in this, and it's something that you had a little bit in Fate of the Furious when they were breaking oh. out of the prison, I think that this has a very good job of showing where their two very different skills are. Because Jason oh. says he's like a very like methodical fighter and The Rock's just big. And you get it like at the start when you're getting, they're both having the same day trying to track down the same person. Um, and like you get there waking up, they have their eggs in different ways, they wake up in different ways, their morning exercise is different, mm. and they both have to go somewhere and interrogate them, and they both do it in different ways. And like the rock, Jason Satan just leaves them all brutalized, but the rock tattoos into the guy's forehead. I love cops. What 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 do you think of the um the, the news that the um the Etion director was meant to be Keanu Reeves, but they didn't what? quite they didn't quite negotiate for him. Well, thing is, the whole so movie turns he's out like, to be Reynolds' name, Reynolds' yeah. voice. The whole movie is it Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, I didn't know that because uh, the whole movie is like Hobbs. We have some long-standing rivalry. I'm one of your old enemies, and you're like, who could this possibly be? Because all of his old enemies <laughs> are in the family or they're dead. Yeah, but if it was Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves is coming. I, I, he better be in the sequel. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Man, I love Keanu Reeves. Anyway, we get to number one now. Hold on. If, oh. While we're on the top of Keanu Reeves, if he shows up in a Fast and Furious movie, he needs to be his point break character. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then bring it into the Fleet franchise. full circle. Yeah. <laughs> he anyway. needs to show up on a surfboard. Because <laughs> you can get a bit where they've strapped a surfboard to the top of a car and he's surfing on the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We're there, number one, and it's number one for me and Mel. Any, I think number two yeah? for me, number two for you, but which Furious is, is first, still very so. high, and it is Fast Five, which is... no Furious in this because it's all no. fast. <laughs> it's all fast, and this is furious. a good film, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's, the, so it's much out of the whole franchise. This is one that's closest to just being like actually good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually good. Because I love, you have the portrayal of Vince and then the redemption of Vince and then the death of Vince. I just have like bump from the first film. Yeah. From from the first film. And he like, he has like a whole arc in this and they kill him off and it's like, you know he's going to die. I'm I'm sorry, Dom, for betraying you. I won't do it again. And then he ends up dying. Like, ah, it's actually well written. (gasps) Yeah. Which is amazing. And you have a lot of well written stuff in this. You have them dragging a vault. And, I love <laughs> and again, Hobbs getting saved by the crew. Oh man! Yeah, and then turns, Hobbs like Hobbs joining the the, t- the family. Oh. Hobbs is such a like force in this movie. Like, yeah, 
he just shows up coated in baby oil, squelches around, punches everything. Like there is a fist fight between Vindy's and The Rock in this that lasts a good like five minutes. And it's a shock that like the building made it out. <laughs> and also, I think the best thing about this film though is just the scene where the crew meet each other for the first time. Yeah. Instantly yeah. there's they they all get on. Yeah, you know, with Roman and Tej and um Zell me, and meeting Han. Dom. And, it's and the like, other two. That, and the other two. I just couldn't tell you their names because I keep forgetting there things. Other two? <laughs> yeah. <There's> yeah. <laughs> Giselle meets Han in this, didn't, didn't... Oh, yeah. they have a they have a little dinner together, don't they? That's quite a nice little scene. It's just the interaction between the whole crew. It's got what all the it's got what all the best heist films have. It's got a good central thing to heist. It's got a good like person trying to stop them, and it's got a great crew that interact well with mm. each other. The other two are the two guys that speak Spanish sometimes. Yeah, is it uh, Santos? You say they fun. speak Spanish sometimes. One of them only speaks Spanish. Is it Santos? <laughs> I'm sure, one of them doesn't speak English. Um, is it Santos, Tego, and Rico. Yeah, I oh think, yeah, Rico uh, Santos. Yeah, I think Rio de Janeiro is an awesome vet setting as well. Mm. Again, and it's, it's, just, it's perfect. This is the only one that's all like set in one place. Yeah. Right? Yep. Oh, and we meet Elena in this, and she's great. Yeah. Dom's yeah. gonna like oh. kill her, and then he decides not to. <laughs> decides not to because she falls in love with him instead. <laughs> <laughs> For some this reason. Is a really good film. <laughs> yeah, Leo and Santos are the two. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, any scene, yeah, remember. when they meet the whole crew, and then any scene where they're together and they're like, again, are learning to like do it really fast, like the high. Yeah, because they've got to do that thing round, haven't they? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we're never gonna do this fast enough. Instead, let's go and get invisible cars. So they go and steal <laughs> some police cars. They do a street race in them with their sirens on. <laughs> you guys are geniuses. Like the whole film, and they change the entire heist plan at the end and don't do it subtle instead. And you know they're going to. Because the whole film, you're like, okay, I love all like eight of you. None of you can do a heist. You're all stupid. <laughs> Every single one of you is an idiot. Oh, I love them. And also, <laughs> them all also, the 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 vault drag. I mean, just like the stupidest thing I could think of, like just dragging a vault through the city. So stupid that it's copied in a in a pirates film after. Yeah, but it's 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 dumb. That's it. And but then you get so the, the double like. The double cross of where they swapped the safe out yeah. mid hut so that was noticing. Fantastic. Yeah. And yeah, then like the brilliant. rock like opening up at the end and it's empty and he's like got the biggest grin on his face. <laughs> I love the fact that they win in this. Yeah. And, like 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 they, they got a hundred million between them I, like, and the like see, they see did... what they all do with their money at the end. Yeah. Like um but so like, the because this is where I think this is a movie where Ted and Roman properly become like the the comedic duo of the group because like, they're not really there in Too Fast, Too Furious. But by this one, I think they're up there with one of the all-time like cinematic like bromance pairings because they're so <laughs> good. Like at the end when Roman shows up in his really fancy car and he's like, "This is my car, the only one in all of America because it's a custom. Model. There's like six in the world." Then Ted is like, "Oh, let me show you my new car," and it rocks up and it's the same one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fantastic. And Ted, so Ted just wants to open his garage again. No, yeah, he doesn't, yeah. doesn't want to be the hacker anymore. <laughs> and it's it just... has the um, the most important thing in life will always be the people in this room. 
Salud, yeah. la familia. Yeah. La familia. <laughs> no, let's drink our Corona. <laughs> uh, I'm Wait, disappointed which, which that film none in the of franchise? us got a Corona for this recording. But that's okay. oh. Which film in the franchise is it that has the line, Dom, are you okay? You haven't touched your Corona. <laughs> is that I know it's in one of them. <laughs> no, is it? I'm pretty I just, sure. I just no. put it in my review for F9 because there's one scene where he's like really sad and he doesn't want a Corona. No, I'm like, pretty oh. sure. I'm pretty sure that is a line in one of the movies. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Would you? Thing is, I wouldn't be surprised. Would, I'd be more surprised if it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. in the first one, Brian gets the house party and Dom says, You can drink whatever you like as long as it's a Corona. <laughs> so I just oh. I just love the fact that like why is this the best one? Because it's the only one that's moderately competent at being a film. Like it's <laughs> it only I just love, passes. I love <laughs> the majority of these films. This is the one that, as I said, comes closest to being like properly. Like, I think you could show this to someone who has who like had a low tolerance for dumb, and I think they could manage it. Because mm. it is, it's just a competent film. Like you get the there's a cracking shootout in the street when Hobbs arrest them and then they get ambushed and then they all like have mm. that street fight. There's just a lot of like genuinely very good stuff in this movie. Yeah. Like all the heart and the, the character interactions again carrying on from four doing that very well. Like when Dom and oh, Brian the... have that conversation about their dads. And I get and that also... a lot of people make fun of Vin Diesel's delivery of I remember everything about my father. But like it's a great scene. It's a great scene. And pays off in nine. And yeah, yeah. Without yeah. without fast four, that scene when they they meet on the train, hitching the cars, and then you know um, Brian's in the is in the train carriage, and then Dom comes through, and it's like ah oh, yeah they're back together baby, and they decide to nick the car off the people nicking the cars. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, isn't it? <clears throat> so good. Mia's good. Yeah. It's just a great a great train heist. Shame that there's no Letty in it. It's like it's like something missing in there in this yeah. film a little bit. But she's, as you said, she hadn't been in it enough yet that when you watch this for the first time, you feel like she's missing. Like it's yeah. only going back to it where you're like, where is Letty? Why is she not a member of the team until seven? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Right, that's all the films. That's there we all go. What a, what a franchise. I yeah. get and... that Vin Diesel said it's ending, but I don't want it to. Yeah. I don't. Well, the thing is, though, he could end. It doesn't need... I... No, I, I want it. I want it to go to till they're it. racing mobility scooters. <laughs> Is it going to be like um, Twenty Two Jump Street, where it's like the, it's like the different credit card, the different yeah. films, Twenty Five. Any Jump franchise Street. could genuinely do all of those. Then, then it's this one. Yeah. What's mm. weird is that we nearly got every single one of those Jump Street sequels because when they were planning the Jump Street and Men in Black crossover, one of the scenes that was going to happen in it was they were going to start reality hopping. And then we're going to go to realities where every one of the pitch sequels in the end of 22 Jump Street happened. Just <laughs> crazy. Oh. Yeah, it's amazing how we went from smuggling DVD players to space. Uh, space. <laughs> okay, where they've been to space now. They've done the thing where for the last three films, everyone was saying, oh, when are these films just going to go to space? Other they've than Dinosaur or Time I'm Travel, yeah. we've said ah. them already. Where do you two want it to go next? <laughs> I want them to go under the sea and create car amphibious submarines. That's Very a good. good. One. They could cure climate change with I cars. Mean... <laughs> <laughs> Save the world. <laughs> ah, see, because that was going to be my pitch. 
I was going to suggest, what if in the next one, there's a volcano erupting and there's only one team to stop it? <laughs> stop it. <laughs> they go in the volcano. I was I, also going to say, you yeah. know, space, they were hardly in space, let's be honest. They oh, you think you've got to send them all to planet. <laughs> <laughs> they all go to another planet. Do you want them to go through the um the monolith like in two thousand and one? The monolith on They can go to they can go to Hive's planet. They populate Mars. <laughs> populate it with just cars. <laughs> I get this is a horny family, but like... <laughs> I want Brian Junior to have an action scene. In the next yeah. one, I get that he's a baby, but by the next one, he's going to be like six. Well, if they end game it, it's six. a time jump. So five year gun time jump. He could be like five year seven. time jump, but no one's aged. <laughs> <laughs> Only Brian ages. Brian Junior. I just I feel like it's got to cross over with something at some point. Probably Jurassic World, because Vin Diesel and Chris Pratt have both said they want it. Really. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's got to cross over with something, right? Like, it can't stand on its own forever. How about my favorite TV show, Doctor Who? Nah. Ow. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna cross it over with time travel, it's got to be with Back to the Future because uh, Driver oh, DeLorean. Yeah. Just imagine because we know that ten and eleven are a two-parter. Just imagine in ten, they lose. And like Dom is on his own at the end. Cypher, who for some reason is still the villain of these films. <laughs> she's back. She's killed the whole family. It's like, this is tragic. Because they've said it's going to be like Infinity War and Endgame. And Infinity War was everyone died. Then they did no. a time heist to fix no, it. No, 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 Imagine no, Imagine like 10, I... everyone dies. And then at the end, like Dom is defeated. He's like beaten up. He's bloodied. He's on his own. He's like hiding out somewhere. Then this DeLorean shows up and Doc Brown steps <laughs> no, out no, and is no, like, no, no, on, no, we've got no. time travel to save the world. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is how Fast 10 is going to finish. Again, it's going to cut to black in the, in the mid-credits. And you're just going to hear Owen Wilson's voice. Wow. And it's going to be, ka-chow. <laughs> 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 they cross over with cars. It becomes cars. If it all leads up to the fact that Fast and Furious is a cars prequel, <laughs> it's going to be the most mind blowing cinema. <laughs> because then the game of showing someone the first one, then showing someone the last one, would be starting <laughs> with fa- the Fast and the Furious and ending with Cars 3. <laughs> then again. Cars 2 is a Fast and Furious movie. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen it. Add one. Mm. And it's got it's got Sean Boswell in it as the main character. <laughs> Mater. <laughs> uh, there you go. We've already got one there then. Sean cool. becomes me. Fast and Furious. All done. What a franchise. Fast uh, Five was one, obviously. <laughs> if you've listened to this episode after have, having for some reason not seen the films. If you think you're one of those people who's above Fast and Furious because it's you're not. dumb, get over yourself. <laughs> Go and watch the Fast and Furious films because they're fantastic. Yeah, they're so much fun. I mean, mm. I can honestly, you can watch them alone, but I do also recommend watching them with friends. I've done both. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched them a lot. I just think they're a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hey, Mike, Melanie, aren't you going to say goodbye?
Kajau. No. <laughs> never What's goodbye. the love? It's never goodbye. Oh, you missed it. <laughs> I don't remember quotes, okay? My brain doesn't work. <laughs> I have no memory. I have no working memory. <laughs> anyway, Apparently, he used to say he lived his life a quarter mile at a time. And that's why they were brothers. Because so did he. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's family is fine. <laughs> oh, John Cena. He's actually family. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy <laughs> that John Cena turned out to be a good actor. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> anyway, right, we're done.